Hello and welcome to Arizona Christian Theater Artists, a podcast dedicated to creating togetherness among Christians in the AZ theater scene. I'm your host, Brianna Fallon, and each episode we chat with local artists about their faith, their craft, or whatever else they feel like. We'll discuss ways to get you plugged into your theater community, tools on navigating the arts as a believer, and as always, an invitation to collaborate. This is episode one, and this week's guest is director and teaching artist Berta Alicia Cortez. Right. So, this is our first podcast. Our, I mean, it's like <laughs> my first podcast. And Berta, yeah. do you want to, it's not, it's Berta. Yes, Berta. Berta. Or Berta, just not Berta. Ber- oh. Okay. <laughs> Don't say Berta. No. Berta or Berta. Yes. I call you Berta. Yeah. Um, so, you're my first guest, and... I, I'm going to be honest, I really wanted you to be my first guest just because, I don't know, I feel like we do similar things mm-hmm. and I I feel like we vibe a little bit. Like you're someone like I wasn't nervous about like going crazy and like <laughs> saying a bunch of crazy stuff things. that's going to like offend people. So, no, I won't. Um, <laughs> so why don't we start with, can you just tell us, well, how about this? I want to start and tell you how I know Berta, and then it's like, oh yeah, we're so close, and I had to ask her how to pronounce her name. (laughs) I just wanted to make sure that I was saying it the right way. Mm -hmm. So I met Berta when I auditioned for Return to Rosie's Pub at Brelby, Mm -hmm. and that show was, you know, honestly, that show was the show that like got me back into performing and acting because I had... I had, like, had to take, like, a civilian job because to pay the bills, you know? Yes. And that was my first, like, tiny step, like, back into what I what I love. And, like, since then, I've been, like, doing stuff, like, back-to-back, either as a performer or as a director. So, um, Berta was my, one of my directors for Return to Rosie's Pub. I played Ida B. Wells. And, man, that was so long ago. It was. That like, was... what, three years ago? No. Almost. Yeah, wow. it was like two and a half years ago. Time twenty eighteen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And you guys were great. That show was wonderful, and I'm glad I got to mm-hmm. do that with you. And then Bertha started working at Child's Play, which is like kind of my steady job that I do. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was like, please come work for us. Please come <laughs> teach for us. We need like we get a lot of we get a lot of actors who yeah. are like I I think I want to teach, and so it's always a super treat to get people who are like I actually know how to work with kids. <laughs> That's yeah. what I do. I yeah. teach. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. why don't you tell us, like, what are, what's all, all the things me? you do? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, just talking about the show that we did, I think it's a super special type of theater, theater that I've never done before. So that's pretty cool. So I loved meeting you there. Um, mm-hmm. About me, I have been doing theater, I would say maybe 10 years now-ish. Um, I've been teaching for six, but during college, I count that as my theater days, I guess. Um, But so I did that and I do a lot of youth theater. That's kind of what I usually do. Um, But when I was at Brelby, that's when I got a chance to direct adults or be in shows or stage managing. I tend to do a lot more tech things nowadays. Acting was kind of like my high school days (laughs) days <laughs> yeah, you would call yeah. that project uh, project yeah as I got older I just realized I liked directing and creating and telling people what to do I guess yeah. <laughs> but there's jobs for people who like to directing. tell people what to do yeah and I just like analyzing text and building characters and 
yeah, so that's what I, I like to do. Um, what else? What else about me? Ooh, I forgot who I am. <laughs> I, I went to GCU, so oh, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. How I went did to I GCU. Know that? I was in um, technically the second generation of theater students after they reopened because they were closed for a while. The theater program. Ooh. Um, so that was a long time ago, six years ago. Yeah. I was there. Did you love it there? I did. It was fun. It was a new program, so we we got to do a lot of things. It's different than other colleges where they have a ton of students. Um, and even though they're growing, I think it's still pretty personalized where you get one-on-one, which is cool. Yeah. And whoever goes there now, I'm like, take advantage of that. Yeah. Colleges everywhere don't, they don't do that, you know? And they, I know, cause I know it's a, it's a private Christian university, right? Is that the yes. title? Um, I know something happened when I was there where, I don't know if the title switched just so that they could play non-private schools like in sports i don't remember exactly but but it's technically still a christian private school Mm -hmm. so how did i i just want to know because i've honestly contemplated going to gcu Mm -hmm. what is it like being like how do they incorporate faith into an average class like like an acting class or do they or i think they do um the biggest thing is our our professors like our acting professor he's a man of faith I think pretty much all of them are, but that's how it's incorporated because they live in that way, so we get mm. to see it. And again, it's the I'm forgetting how to speak, Brianna. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> the um, the shows that they pick are also, you know, shows that would be not necessarily always a faith, but they're never gonna do something that's just like vulgar or right. for no reason, shocking. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the things that our professors always told us, like. We do shows that have kind of hope and light in them, just like Christianity would. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've won. I went to the, I, that was the first Zony Awards that I went to go see. It was 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just last year. And they did a scene. Well, I forget. I think it was from uh, Peter and the Starcatcher. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad for saying this, but it takes it takes quite a bit for like a Christian organization to like impress me. And I wasn't just like, that's good for a Christian organization. It was just good. It was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just remember being like really like taken aback because I'd never seen anything there because first off, it's on the other side of town for yeah, me. Yeah, that's far for you. But yeah, they've, I, I feel like I bump into so many people who mm-hmm. did the theater program at GCU and, like, yeah. loved it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think that's, like, 95% of all the followers that I have on Instagram. Yeah. All, like, 55 of you. 55 <laughs> like, of 45 you. of you are from GCU. Yeah. Dang. So, mm-hmm. did they ever, like, would they, like, pray in class? Or did they did they have any type of, like, theory that was... It wasn't necessarily in, in class, but, like, before shows, you know, before a show started, they would, in our circle, um, they would pray. And then we also had a phrase that I use now with my students... So they always think it's my phrase. I'm like, no, I learned it at GCU, <laughs> which is, um, I love you, I support you, you can do no wrong. Aww. Yeah, I know. I love that phrase. Precious. Um, so I use that with my students as well. But that's where we saw like the prayer circle. We all prayed together. Uh, I don't remember if we did it in class, per se. I don't think so. Did you ever take any like acting classes outside of GCU? No, I took... Well, actually, no, I did. I did take some acting classes at, at Brelby in a directing class at Brelby. Oh, wow. I yeah, they, they used to do classes um, 
back in the day. That's awesome. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, if you, if there was, like, how it can, taking a class at a Christian university, how that compared to maybe taking a class at a secular place. Mm-hmm. Do you have any? I think it's, if you have a group of people, you know, that works well and loves their craft, it's going to be similar. I think the, the difference would be is how people talk to each other, maybe, like, um, maybe some swear words, yeah. um, <laughs> things like that. But other than that, it's kind of it's kind of the same, yeah. Well, that's really cool. Yeah, I I like all the people I've met who went to DCU, so maybe I'll go there someday. You should, you should. We have some awesome teachers there. So you They're also great. you also work with Christian Youth Theater, mm-hmm. and I'd love to hear what how that's like. And you've have you worked with have you worked with like at other theater companies with young people? Yeah. The first one I ever worked with was uh Valley Youth Theater. That was where I interned when I was in college. That was oh, the very cool. first one. And then I've also worked at Desert Foothills Youth Theater. Yeah. Um let's see what else to do. And Theater Works only once, unfortunately, because they're great to work with as well. Yeah. And Child's Play, which yeah. was a dream of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly it was mine too. Yeah. My uh, my professor in college, Bill Symington, he he talks highly of child's play. Aww, well, of it's course, because it's beautiful. Place. They are wonderful. It's a beautiful place, people. It's a great place to work. They take yes. care of you. They love you. They really do. Like I work at I work at quite a bit of places, and child's play they really yeah. They I'm really excited to one day go back. Yeah, go back to child's play. <laughs> we'll go back. Yeah. So what is, so at Christian Youth Theater, what mm-hmm. is that, how is it different there than, and it's okay if it's just like, no, it's pretty much the same, but. I would say it's very different. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because I, I found them kind of by accident. We always talk about, they're like, how did you find us? And it was during a time where um, I needed extra work. So I just Googled youth theaters near me <laughs> and they were pretty close to my last job. Yeah. I'm like, been <laughs> there, been done there. That. <laughs> so I went, um, they were looking for a director for a show, but the schedule just didn't quite work out. Um, but they're like, hey, come teach a class. Like, yes, let's do it. Um, and it's been pretty life changing, I would say. Um, if you didn't know, I, I was raised Catholic technically. Um, and I've always felt like a spiritual person, but as we, we used to live in Mexico and when we moved to like South Dakota, I lived in weird places, oh. South Dakota and North Carolina, there wasn't really like Spanish, Spanish speaking churches. So we kind of stopped going. Um, so that kind of put a halt in me going to church until we would go and visit my aunt, then I would go. But so I was kind of in a, in a place where I'm like, what, what am I? Like, am I a Catholic? Am I a Christian? I don't know. You know what I mean? So, but since being there, I've, I've been growing in my faith and really exploring Christianity because they are a Christian youth theater. And I think they've they really helped me see the beauty in it. Just, yeah. I don't know if they know that. Yeah. I'm telling them now. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful Christian youth they theater. Have. They really have. I actually interviewed with them like three or four years ago, three mm-hmm. years, four years ago. And I was going to work with them and teach, like, the babies. I love mm-hmm. teaching the babies. They're so cute. But the first class didn't make. And they're like, hey, sorry, your class didn't make. Maybe mm-hmm. next semester. And then when next semester came, I had a different application. And I think I tried touching the base with them, like, later yeah. on. It just didn't work out. But if you're seeing this, you know, need someone teach the She's baby good. class. Yes. I love Bring her. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Actually, I just saw, um, what did I see? The Charlotte's Web. I love that they did it at a church. Mm-hmm. I'm seriously, 
you guys know this a lot about me, but I'm a big advocate about doing theater in church. I don't know why we don't. There's already stages and there's and lights and I mean, there's people that do. There's Zayo. They, yeah. They do it. They do all their shows at a church, I think. And I think Dream Dream City does all their mm-hmm. shows at a church. It's the, it's the best because it's not, it's not like a place that you maintain just for periodical shows. It's like they use that space every week. Yeah. And they're keeping it up and there's there's income coming in for mm-hmm. people to to keep that building alive that you don't have to charge people these insane prices because the lights are already gonna be on anyways. Yeah. From, so from just the church. use the space. Yeah. I, I love that. That was really smart. <laughs> yeah. So today I also want to talk a little bit about inviting the Lord into your craft. Mm-hmm. And I so kind of I want to know, how is it, do you, is there anything that you like to do to invite the Lord into your process, your artistic process, or maybe when you teach, or, yeah, I'd love to hear mm-hmm. about that. Well, something I've learned from, I mean, CYT is they do shows, and every time, like before we do the show, they always say, this is for God, mm-hmm. and I I was like, yes, I like that, so I, I want to do that for the rest of my life, like the the shows that I do and the reason why I direct, I think that's the only reason why I should do them. You know what I mean? Especially now with like the lockdown and all those things, it really put me in a place where you think about what's important and we do the show to get to know each other as the community and what we're teaching the audience. If not, there's no point in doing a play, Yeah. you know? So I think that's one way just saying this is what I'm doing and it's to glorify God to begin with. Um, while I'm teaching, I always have to, if I get frustrated, maybe if a kid's not turning thing work in or anything like that, I just have to sit back, pray about it and say, okay, how can I switch this and love on them instead of getting on them, like turning your work, you know, cause that doesn't really help. So I think like, what would Jesus do and love them instead and see why they're not doing the work. Yeah. I think you bring up a really, a really good what one thing that I love about my faith as a Christian is we're not well we're called to not just have like a knee-jerk reaction and we're not called to and you know the, the thing about this is I think the world I think secular people non-religious people I think they know that too and like even actually this was this is a story um when I was in Rosie's pub and I shared a dressing room uh, you know, some of us were in one dressing room and some of us were in the other. Mm-hmm. So it was, honestly, I felt like 95% of getting to know that cast was in the dressing room. Yeah. You know, which is weird because you're only in there for a week or two. And, mm-hmm. you know, the other 95% of the time you're in the rehearsal room. And But there wasn't a lot of, like, chatting and, like, getting to know each other. But in spending hours in the dressing room, I feel like that's a great place to connect with people. And that's where the community really gets built. Mm-hmm. We were kind of like teasing people and laughing at people and I remember I remember thinking to myself like I know I shouldn't do this but they like me and we're having fun and like this person's (laughs) not gonna know but then I remember like the next like a cup after doing that for a while someone actually said you know you guys when we do this like I feel like crap she said didn't say crap but yeah she's like I feel like crap and I was like 
embarrassed because it's like I was the one who was the believer in the room and I didn't put a stop to it. But this person who's not a believer mm-hmm. had the courage to stand up and say like, I don't like when we do this. Yeah. Doesn't add anything good to the air. It's yeah. all negative. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I definitely, that was a humbling moment mm-hmm. where I was like, yeah, sometimes Jesus can talk through people who, you know, it's true. who aren't even believers. So yeah. I think, I think that's a really good point that, that I like to do too is when I want to have an emotional response to something, I stop. Mm-hmm. I like to breathe. I don't know. Like when I start to get emotional, I like yeah. take deep breaths and I breathe. And I, I, I don't know something about like, like blowing through your lips instead of just exhaling. Like, I don't know what that, maybe someone can tell me what that does. I don't know what that does, but yeah, my emotions, like they kind of like simmer down and then I can make like a a choice or sometimes I sometimes I'm not that graceful sometimes I'm like I need a moment <laughs> yeah give me a second yeah. yeah and then I can come back and feel yeah better about it mm-hmm. I had to do that with my kids sometimes if I get overwhelmed when we were in person so like give me a moment don't talk to me for a second yeah. I love you but don't talk to me yeah. yeah so and then you come back and now I can talk without having everything you yeah. know I'm also going through this season where I'm trying to really focus on honesty and I'm realizing, especially as a theater person, that's harder than, because you don't really realize everything that we lie about until you're hyper aware of like how honest are you being. Mm -hmm. So one that I'm sure we can all relate to is like when you don't want to hang out with someone Mm. and oh my gosh, I knew that was going to (laughs) happen. Your cat. I fed you already. (laughs) They're like, I want to be in the podcast. Oh man. Okay. Let's just. Cross your fingers and hope he stops. I might need to go out and like deal with him. <laughs> so one thing is like when you don't want to hang out with someone, it's so easy just to make up a lie and just be like, oh, there's so much going on right now. Yeah. How I really want to know how often something is really, there's a lot really going on. Like I'm just going yeah. through a lot right now. And it's like, is that? Because I say that and it's yeah. not. I'm going to take a note of that. When you yeah. say. <laughs> you know. Not oh, she's honest. lying. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and that's that's good. That's good. It holds me accountable. Yeah. And I think in theater, especially because we want I don't know if there's some kind of element in a in a theater artist that we just want to be people pleasers. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Hold on, let me go. Let me go deal with this. Here goes a cat. Honestly, let I might in. Come in. What's his name? This one's Frodo. Frodo. Come on in, you little brat. Hi, Papas. He kind of looks like my cat, but bigger. Oh my gosh, your like cat Remus, is so cute. like the stripes. <laughs> it's like, what's happening here? Just don't knock the camera, Ferdo. Yeah. All right. So, theater people wanting to be people pleasers. Yeah. Yeah. I think we just want to be liked, and to be part of that community again. And it also because theater. <laughs> Hello, kitty. Um, it's such a like a networking thing. You also keep that in mind. Like, if they don't like me, they can tell this theater and that theater, and then I have no work. So that might yeah. be why sometimes. But I tell young people that too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm like, should I be? I'm not trying to scare young people. I'm more just warning, and I think it's actually a good thing. Mm-hmm. Like, just be careful who you talk about. Be careful where you talk about them. Yeah. I just directed a show with young people, and I walked into the changing room the changing room the change room. Dressing, the dressing room, room. <laughs> they were all fully clothed <laughs> they were just hanging out and also it was like a it's like anyways mm-hmm. 
and they were just like taking turns like like oh what about this person and i wanted to tell them hey guys i have to just be careful who you talk about and where you have these conversations Mm -hmm. because that gets back to people that's never happened to you like something you said just about somebody like got back to you yes (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) or things that people have said about me come back to me and like oh that's interesting (laughs) i just like to think that i'm cool about hearing that stuff and i'm like oh well you know i'm immature and then then, yeah (laughs) crying i go back later and i was just like oh that actually really hurt that someone said that yeah so so my my next question was what um what other things do you think that Christian theater artists or even just Christian artists, what's something that you think they struggle with today? Some things that Christian I think, artists struggle with. Again, with the fitting in and maybe, you know, if they're not comfortable with um, language or content of a show, maybe they'll still go and audition for it because they want to be in a show. Yeah. And that's hard, but I feel like sometimes you need to know not your limit, but like your boundary. That's a better yeah. word. And saying, no, I'm not going to do that show because it's not a message that I agree with. Yeah. You know, and I think that's important. But I can see how that's hard. You know, I work with youth theater, so there's not a lot of content that I'm like, no, I don't believe in that. Yeah. Um, so I'm lucky in that aspect. But, yeah. Have you, actually, that's, I'm glad that you brought that up. Actually, the play that I wrote, I don't know if you got a chance to see it. It's called Emmett's Art Project. I'm so proud of it. And I know Frodo's like he's looking, he's at, looking the at the camera. camera. If you knock that over, you're you're over, buddy. He'll lay down. <laughs> I actually I have a whole testimony about this play. I'm not I'm gonna save it for a different time. But I wrote swear words into that show and it wasn't too mm-hmm. much I didn't like drop the F bomb or the yeah. D word or it was like more like sh word and like the d word mm-hmm. and i remember like being kind of worried that i was going to get backlash from the christian community and i didn't mm-hmm. but yeah i i think i've learned when it comes to content that you i don't think there's really a he's not he's shaking the camera around <laughs> just lay down and chill Ooh. i don't think there's a hard and fast rule like biblically Mm -hmm. about what you can and cannot do as a performer and i know this is a horrible example but we're not actually being these people yeah and a lot of times we have to be something ugly to show how the repercussions of ugliness Mm -hmm. yeah and i was like the reality of is it was it was my play was written about teenagers cast as teenagers cast in the role, mm-hmm. they cuss. They cuss a they lot. They do. That's what they do. <laughs> and I was just reflecting what happens in your life. Now, yeah. I know that there's like, we have to draw a line somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we can't like be hitting people on stage and be like, well, this happens in real life. Yeah. But Safety. That's like a yeah. safety. Yeah. I think there's so much power in really being true to what something is Mm -hmm. and also showing where the light was the whole time Mm -hmm. that's like that's like a thing we do at our churches like sometimes like you can have like um it's called a sozo i've never heard of sozo i think so it's basically christian therapy (laughs) like at first i thought it was like something so like whoa this is really cool it's just christian therapy like where they kind of like invite the holy spirit to like ask you like you to ask the holy spirit questions but 
one thing that they do is like if you experienced a trauma, they ask you to like they lead you in asking God where God was while that trauma was happening. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how it is when you write shows like this or you mm-hmm. participate in shows like this. Like, yeah, there could be darkness and heart, like really heavy topics, mm-hmm. but there's also light in that always. Yeah. Like, have you read the, I read the Bible people, adultery read and it. murder. <laughs> and yeah. My, my play was relatively tame in compared to the yes. things that are written in scripture. <laughs> Yeah. I always tell my kids there's a time and a place for things, like language, because sometimes if there's a play and it says a swear word, I'm like, well, why are they saying that swear word? How are they feeling? What caused them to say it? That's different than you saying, hi, Miss Cortez, and then throwing a F-bomb in there. That's totally different, you know? So it's just how people speak. Usually when people curse, it's because they're angry or they're upset. So that, that goes on with character analysis, and we figure out why, why that happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was a great show. I'm not saying like to toot my own horn. It was, those, those, those people were just really awesome. Yeah. So my next question. Yes. What, well, here, let me, this is kind of, I have more to say. I have more to say about the topic of, of, like what type of shows we're allowed to do as believers and mm-hmm. you know what what might be an okay fit in fact I, i'm part of like some of the online theater groups like where they do the readings and um i fortunately have like like a, an advocate in the group and you know there's this like they like to do like edgy shows mm-hmm. and I never know like what I'm signing up for because yeah. I don't know a lot of the shows. And so I have like a friend who's like on the inside and I was like, can you let me know if I'm like <laughs> signing up for like one time he messaged me and he's like, Hey, are you sure you want to audition for that role? They say the F word like 300 times. And I was like, yeah, probably not. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> but yeah. I'm happy. I, I definitely feel like there are some people who view, view that as weak, like mm-hmm. not, wanting to do particular shows because of the message because of the content yeah and i don't know what do you think about that yeah i can i can see their view i guess they're like oh you don't want to do this but but again it's it's your boundary it's you doing something so it's up to you you know what i mean like that makes me uncomfortable i don't want to do it so same thing for example it's not really relevant but i i don't really drink like i maybe there's a wedding or something but i don't really drink and then I have friends who are like, oh, why not? No, no, no. And I'm like, because it's my body. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. So just drawing that line and hopefully they'll respect that. And if they're really not respecting it, then maybe, you know, you shouldn't be talking to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, leave me alone. I don't want to do that. You know. I also, yeah. And I feel like the theater community is usually very, like, whatever makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, well... We'll move mountains if if you're uncomfortable and we'll make it work. And then, yeah, some, I, to be fair, no one has like put me down about, put me down about me being worried about content for a while. Mm -hmm. And also God is so good that I don't have to do those shows to get work. Mm -hmm. And whenever I start feeling like I need to take my career into my own hands and I'm like, God, you know, if I don't do the show, then I'm not going to have these connections and I'm not going to meet with these people and I'm not going to have these opportunities. And 
God always shows me what better plan he had. If yeah. I if I can just like, oh man, maybe just this one time, like I can be in this show, like it's like really raunchy mm-hmm. and I'm not playing a super raunchy character. And but it's not so much like my hard and fast line. Like yeah. I don't have a hard fast line. But I can feel in my spirit that God's like, not this one. Not this one. Yeah. Not this one. And then it's always like, man, this other thing came along that if I would have said yes to the other thing, I wouldn't even... You can't even... do the other one. Yeah. yeah. It it's not always out. like that. But you know, people always have like these fairy tale, like, I obeyed God in every moment and every single time it was this magical experience. <laughs> and yeah, a lot of times you don't even get, to, I mean, at least in my experience, I don't even get to see like what benefit I got from it or it feels like, God, why did you tell me to do that? <laughs> it didn't even feel like anything came of it. Yeah. But, yeah. But I'm still a firm believer that the more you follow God's heart, the yeah. better it'll be, not just for you, but for everybody, but for everybody around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. If it doesn't feel right in your heart, then it's probably not something you should do. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. things that seem good, mm-hmm. like, like even like, oh, I'm getting a job at a Christian company, doing a Christian show. Like, this has to be right. You yeah. might be getting a no in your heart, and you like, never no. know why. Yeah. You just got to trust. Like for me, for, for a while, just because when I was in high school, I, I did acting, and I enjoyed it, but I feel now it makes me more anxious, and now I'm just like, maybe don't do it. Like, you're not enjoying this anymore. Yeah. So, But I, I really wanted to be good at acting and do it again, and it was just causing me too much trouble. It's like it's kind of like a no here. Yeah. It's like, no, maybe less direct. That's what you like. Yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't mean I won't ever act again. Hopefully, I'll get to. But yeah, if it doesn't feel, doesn't make me feel good, why should I do it? Yeah. I love that. Seasons. Yes, yes. This is my directing season, not yeah. acting. It's hard, like, thinking I'm going to do this one thing forever. Mm-hmm. I can think of, I have a. I had like a friend in college who was like, I'm going to be a director. And we, everyone was like, yeah, he's, he's the director guy. He's going to be a director. And then he transitioned into film and then he's like, I'm going to be a playwright. And Mm -hmm. now he does, he's a director of photography and you never know like what exactly Mm -hmm. your heart wants until you start doing it. Mm -hmm. And he still directs, you know, but making that like, this is the one thing about, oops, this is the one thing about me that's going to be my thing and then yeah you know god or someone else or circumstances mm-hmm. like kind of guide you somewhere else so you, you live and you learn so yeah so you are making your living now primarily doing theater mm-hmm. right so yeah. so my next question was like what is it like to have a career in the arts or specifically a career mm-hmm. in theater <laughs> especially as a believer yeah it's kind of crazy to be honest <laughs> Because that, that's all what I wanted for you know, a very long time. Like, I want to do theater, and I do get to do theater. I'm, I'm not on Broadway or anything like that, but yeah. it's still doing theater. And again, learning what's important, the community, the telling the stories. I'm like, I get to do that. And I feel so so lucky and so blessed to have that opportunity. Every time I do a show, I tell the kids, like, you don't know how happy this makes me. <laughs> and I, oops, sorry. And I, of course, thank God for that. Like, I just feel lucky. That's all I can say. I feel lucky. And I hope I get to do that for a long time. And you just got a zony, didn't you? That was weird, too. Yeah. <laughs> you 
you know, actually, I think I pieced this together. I think we both got nominated in the same category. Did we? Was it, which one was that? The, well, I only got directed or director Director one, so. for Youth Musical. Yes, yes. Yeah, because that's what you won mm-hmm. for Adam's Family? Yes. Yeah. That seems like it was a really special show. It really was. I love that show so much. I miss it. But I follow a lot of CYT people on the Christian Theater mm-hmm. Artist Instagram, and lots of people were posting about it when the Zonies came around. So yeah. it seems like there was a lot of people who were like, that show will like always have a special place in their heart. Mm-hmm. Those kids are one of a kind. They're just so kind and sweet and talented. Was, they just make directing so easy. Yeah. I didn't even have to try that much. <laughs> they did everything, yes. to be honest. Was that what were the what were the ages for that show? So their shows are typically eight to eight to eighteen. So about that, yeah, wow. that's some eight year olds. That's broad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that takes talent to yeah. put all those ages put together. Them together, yeah. Actually, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know if I've ever done a show with such broad. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's like well, not eighteen. Like eighteen's yeah. like usually it's like high school, middle school. Mm-hmm. But the like community there is so different than I've seen in any other theater. They're, it's like a family. It's like, this is my little brother who's eight years old. That's why, you know, it's not your typical, this is an 18-year-old who's like, don't talk to me, eight-year-old. You know, there's a community there and a family there. So I think that's another thing that made them really special show with them. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I got, I, I was nominated for, what the heck is it? It's the one, the really long Christmas title the best, the greatest best Christmas pageant ever. Oh, the greatest Christmas pageant ever. <laughs> the world's best Christmas pageant. Something to do with being the best. <laughs> so this was the show you were nominated for. Yes, and you don't know what it's called. <laughs> I kept like I'm like it's something. I'm pretty sure it's the best Christmas pageant ever. I think it, that sounds right to me. I think that's what it is. I was one of three directors, so it was like it wasn't it wasn't like as special. I was still that was like my first nomination. That's awesome. Yeah. So that was. That was really exciting. Um, I have high hopes for Emmett's art project to get something because mm-hmm. it's an original work. Yeah, and it was awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna start licensing that show. So if you guys need a youth play, it's not a musical. It's about race and racism. Has a few swear words that can be negotiated <laughs> to not being said. There's not. I seriously, I think it's like three. Yeah, three swear words. There's some gun usage in it. It's a heavy. It's not a, not a musical. Not, it's not lighthearted. Yeah. There's some lighthearted parts, but it's but it's important. It's an important message. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we're kind of. I'm looking at my questions here. I can't see that far. I'm blind, so. I'm just coming through. I think we covered most of it. So. Oh. I just, the last question is, like, where are you headed as an artist, and what do you hope to accomplish? That's a wonderful question. (laughs) Um, Before, you know, I feel like the last two years have been a lot of growth in my life, like, emotionally, spiritually, all that. Um, And before, I would have said, well, I want... To win 10,000 Zonies in, well, not 10,000, uh, <laughs> in five years. Hey, why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now, again, I just want to focus on the community that I'm building because that's what's important. Telling stories that I care about and feel passionate about sharing with the kids and the audience. 
So that's what I want to do. I guess nothing specific. Like I want to do this. And yeah, just keep doing shows. Love yeah. And hopefully, um, I mean, I'm doing shows at school, but I would also like to keep doing youth theater around the valley and meeting new new people. Wait, do you have, like, any, like, dream shows you want to direct? Ooh. Well, <laughs> I really love Matilda. Ooh. So I would like to do yeah. that. Um, see what else? Ugh, I don't know. There's so many oh, shows. Goodness. It's hard, too, because youth shows, sometimes there's not that many yeah. great ones. So for I all have, MTI shows. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's like this, MTI is like almost your only option. True. Or, I don't know, Rodgers and Hammerstein, yeah. maybe. <laughs> and then when I was at the elementary school, we pretty much did all of the Disney ones. The only ones I didn't do, I didn't do Pinocchio. I don't know if I want to do that one. Maybe. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> you can probably find something cool to do. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I haven't done Cinderella yet. So, yeah. Dream shows. Matilda, for sure. So. I want to know... Um, like, I know, like, we're nearing the end, but I'm just, like, randomly curious. Like, I want to mm-hmm. know, like, what what is, like, your, as a director, what is your favorite part about directing? And, like, what is it you look forward to the most about mm-hmm. that whole process? I love working scenes. So after we've blocked mm-hmm. it, I usually do, like, the skeleton of the show. This is kind of... And then we really dig into the text. And I, I like to ask them a lot of questions. And some actors are like, what? Especially little kids. They're like, why are you asking me? Just tell yeah. me. I'm like, no, I want you to figure it out. Because I tell them, I don't know everything. You don't know everything. But together, we can learn more. And yeah. So it's a collaborative thing that we do together. So I just really like asking them questions and having them figure out how their character works. I learned that from GCU. That's how our professor is. He just asks a whole bunch of questions. Very cerebral. Yeah. So I honestly wish I was more like that. They're like, why did you say that? Why did they say that? How do they feel? Yeah. So that's my favorite part. When they figure it out, or when I figure it out, by watching the rehearsal, they say the line a certain way. I'm like, I never thought about it that way. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I also, one of my favorite things, I swear I'm getting to the end here. <laughs> one of my favorite things is to like find like a christ-like message in each show mm-hmm. and I, for, I feel first off i feel like matilda's like ripe for that i saw it at vyt mm-hmm. it was just lovely mm-hmm. it's just wonderful and first off it's like like if you if you know anything about the show it's actually really fantastical yeah like it's not just like you, like you, we all probably saw the movie, and it was mm-hmm. like take, take, took place in a school, and I don't know. There was like circus themes, and mm-hmm. there was just so much like magic and wonder in that show too. Yeah. But I wonder, like, do you have any like any shows where you're just like, this is like where the little my little god nugget in this show, like where I felt like the message, the message is borderline Christ-like, if not. Christ-like. I feel like, and I've talked to my roommate about this before, I feel like a lot of shows have God in them. We don't maybe recognize it right away, but they really do. Like we're seeing someone's story and their struggle, um, and there's hope and there's love in there, and that's that's Jesus. He's hope, he's love. Um, I mean, I've done Narnia, and that one's obviously... Yeah. You know, oh, so when we did that one, because I did it at a public school, I couldn't say, well, this is actually 
Jesus. <laughs> but, you know, explaining it to them without saying that. Do a Google search, kids. Yeah, like, this is about this. Uh, which I had learned at GCU as well. I didn't know that. I didn't put two and two together when I read I Narnia. Either. And someone was like, you didn't know that? Yeah. And I was like, I, I wasn't a Narnia kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that one for sure. But literally everything. Like James and the Dying Peach, you have a kid who overcomes his struggles, again, with hope. And his friends and family that... Family that was kind of... I don't want to say given to them because, of course, family is given to you. But, like, chosen family, I guess mm-hmm. that's what I was looking for. Like, the bugs become his yeah. chosen family. And that's, I think, God gives us that. If we don't have maybe the best family sometimes, you know, a lot of toxic people in our family, he gives us friends and people that, to surround us to be our new family. In a way. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, always, I always hear that, like, adoption is one of like the best pictures of god there's like isn't there a scripture it's like i have been something i forget i forget the scripture but it's like adopted into sonship yeah remember like learning about all this like what or like you know the prodigal son like where you like the father gave the son when he returned he gave him like a robe and a ring and there's i think i learned that there's some kind of significance between like giving a ring to like saying like you're my heir like you're my beloved and that Mm -hmm. was a thing I heard about like in Roman times like that was a way for people to say like you're my son now they give him a ring even like as an adopted yeah and so yeah I think that I think this adoption is so Christ-like that's been on my mind all my life I always told my mom I'm gonna adopt lots of kids well I don't know about lots of them but yeah I would like to one day well, I really enjoy talking with you. Me this too. I hope I made some sense. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it made lots of sense. So, well, I've been trying to do a website. I should probably do that. I'm going to start my website okay. soon. So then I can give you my website and you can yeah. go there. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm on Instagram. Bertha Alicia. <laughs> you can put it on the thing. I'll put it on the screen. At Bertha Alicia. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's probably, I guess, my professional page. Because um, Facebook, that's my family. I guess you can add yeah. me on Facebook. Yeah. Be my friend. Um, we're doing, I'm directing Ella Enchanted, the musical at CYTV. I don't know. I knew you were directing yeah, that. Did yeah. I know that? Well, now you do. <laughs> I like, yeah. I like Enchanted, yeah. That's great. Beautiful they, show. They do that at Child's Play sometimes. Yeah, they did that. That The same show <gasps> that they did. That's the same oh, one we're doing. So good to know. Yeah. It's going to be on February 5th is when we open, I believe. Ooh. Fifth, six. Yeah, and we close the 7th at Cactus Shadows. So stay tuned. It's going to be fun. Ooh. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks Thank for coming. Thank you. Yeah. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to AZ Christian Theater Artists. Now that you've met this artist, I encourage you to reach out and collaborate with them. You can find their contact information in the description. I'm so excited for what the future holds for this project. And in the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at AZ Christian Theater Artists. You can join our Facebook group, which is just getting started. Or you can shoot me an email at azchristiantheaterartists at gmail.com. I hope you continue to tune in and be inspired to pursue the arts while also walking in your divine calling. 
Stay cool and be blessed, AZ.